This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello. Thank you for going to the Les Schwab Twires. Twires? I don't know. Hello. We appreciate you going to the Les Schwab. Les Schwab. Why it's can't like you v- say tires? Vive Clouteau. It's the same Just thing. Just say tires. Uh, where, where do we pick up from? Hi, uh, everyone. You're listening to the Center in the Saint podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. I'm Will Darkins, well, and this is sponsored by Les Schwab Tires. Is that right? I think so. Okay. Yep. Enjoy. Doing the right thing since 1952. In 2014, a failed stand-up comic entered a contest called The Hunt for the Host. He did not win. Later, he was joined by an underperforming Oregon State fullback with a community college degree. These men, neither having earned the position and possessing no real skills, continue on as radio personalities. If you have nothing better to do on a Saturday morning, and if you can find them, maybe you can hear The Sinner and the Saint. Starring Luke Anderson. Get on, get on, uh, get on, uh, gentlemen's clubs. Oh. How do you like those? Oh, hey, everybody. Mickey Mouse, no. It is now. Devolved into that. And Will Darkens. Ear or eye? Where do you want it? On 1080 The Fan. Yeah. Hour two of The Sinner and the Saint. If you missed any part of hour one, first of all, shame on you. Yeah, what were you doing? Spending time with your family? How dare you? And now here you are probably just making a quick run to the supermarket for some more beer so you can spend more time with your family. You're catching us now. Well, we throw shade at you. Is that, is that what we do? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So what? After you went to the supermarket to get the beer, you polished off four of them in the car, and now you're driving home and trying to concentrate on the show and the road. And then you get pulled over, and the officer's like, hey, turn that radio down. You're like, uh, no, this is my favorite show. <laughs> officer's like, are you listening to Sin and the Saint? <laughs> That's so crazy. You're I was cool just listening with, to it in the patrol car. You're cool with me, buddy. You keep going. Have <laughs> you're a good off day. The hook. Mind if I yeah. take one of those beers? <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that worked. If you missed anything from hour one, uh, go to 1080thefan.com and download the Les Schwab, Les Schwab Tires podcast. You know, I was going to drop this cocaine by your car and frame you, but <laughs> since you you're listening to my right. favorite radio show you're <laughs> off the hook buddy yeah you're fine you seem fine uh it's marcus greaves joining us uh he was uh just uh d- doing nothing hanging out at the station just uh begging for scraps and we're like we'll give you a little bit of air time so. hey man that's what you have to do hey that's the way that's the way you make it in this world somebody's gonna hear the tape and be like man you really outshine those two idiots they're gonna be like you know what you know what i heard in that first segment was a lot of laughs and, and we need that on our show so uh you're in <laughs> did you get hired by two and a half men I've never seen that. What is that? Yeah, I don't nobody got that joke. No, they no. use the laugh track. Oh, but do they? So did every sitcom ever. So did Fresh Prince. Yeah. And Fresh Prince is the best show so ever Full put House. on television. Okay, fine. All right. Wait, Just, sorry. What enough. was that? What was that one more time? Fresh Prince was the best. Was the best show ever put on television? Okay, that's absolutely false. <gasps> Maybe the best theme song. No, no not even what? the best that's theme the, song. That's the best. What's better? Cheers. Easy. What oh, is that? There you go. What? what? Cheers? Oh, you got to remember, Marcus was born in what, 2000? 
95, man. Come oh. on, give me some credit. <laughs> 2000. 1990. So half of the references that I make on this show, you don't get at all, but you still enjoy the show. So I do. We must be doing something right. Um, well, very happy to have you joining us, Marcus. Uh, you never heard this Making theme song? Way in the world today. This is horrible. Fresh Prince opened his way better. Take I, 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 will, I will say that I actually prefer the Golden Girls theme to both. Never seen Golden Girls. Well, you're missing Wouldn't out, buddy. Like Check out some Blanche Devereaux. Pull that up on your Google machine. You'll be pretty impressed. Let me tell you something. This show and, like, Frasier are, like, television crack for white people. Oh, see, yeah. that, like, that's white probably... People, <laughs> there were a couple things white people couldn't I... get enough of in the 90s. <laughs> Tommy Helfinger, Zima, and Frasier. And Mentos. Yeah, to Mentos. Yes. You know, you. I used to like Mentos. Yeah. And now I don't, but I'm half white, so maybe that's what? <laughs> it could be. It could be your whiteness coming out. Confused by all of that. All right, we talked about the Blazers in hour one. Uh, we did a quick look back at uh, what they've done on this road trip so far. So after beating the Golden State Warriors to finish uh, the pre All Star. Uh, season they've come back started with four straight wins on the road they uh, almost held on to take out the Raptors that's a pretty good comeback last night I thought down 14 in the third quarter made it all the way back tied up the game with uh, what one and a half seconds left Kawhi Leonard hits a little fade away towards the baseline to win it uh, but now they go to Charlotte and then they go to Memphis and then re return home against Oklahoma City the Blazers have been really good against the Eastern Conference but they've lost all three games against OKC. What do they need to do to get ready for that game? And and what's their ceiling right now, do you think, Will? Uh, I think you saw it in Boston. You know, we touched on this in the first hour. Was The Boston game was probably some of the best basketball that I've seen them play all season. The addition of Venus Cantor is uh, a lot better than I really thought it was going to be. I thought it was a non-starter. I just kind of felt like that was... At least initially, I kind of felt like I didn't see how he was really going to fit into the system. You now have three uh, seven-footers. That, that that doesn't spread the floor out very well. But, you know, it came to be that when you got that guy on the floor with uh, Nurk, I mean, it's it's a matchup nightmare for people because you have completely no inside game. So you basically force people to, you know, shoot on the perimeter. And, you know, the Rockets are maybe the exception. But for the most part is that, you know, the more you push people out to the perimeter and force them to shoot three-pointers – the higher likelihood they're going to start missing at some point. So I think their ceiling right now is to just kind of lay a foundation for the type of uh, roster that you have. You got Enos Cantor playing really well when he's not being hunted down as a terrorist. Uh, Rodney Hood is in and out sketchy. Evan Turner, hopefully, is going to come back and be the same kind of guy. You'll get a couple games for him to kind of get back into the uh, swing of things. But I'll tell you this. I am strangely feeling optimistic about this team. What? Look at just you. Just a little optimistic dude i'll tell you one guy that you didn't mention in there he's not a new addition but jake layman is, oh yeah is outstanding well but he plays so well on both ends of the floor too it's not just what he's doing offensively i think a lot of people forget about how well he plays defense i mean he is really really t coming into his own and i we talk about the blazers ceiling a lot and you know I think we were waiting for zach collins to pop or you know some other guys to kind of be added to the roster jake layman looks like He's all upside because he's a guy that is in a league of freak athletes. It's being called out for his athleticism as much as anything. Yeah.
That's what's really shocking to me. Well, it was uh, it was on no better performance than uh, the and one he had in the third quarter last night. That thing to me was just like the play you needed. I think they were down by like eight or nine at that point, and it was it, it was get, becoming to be like if you, if you were watching the game up until that point, you were kind of seeing this pattern. Uh, start to show itself, which was that like the Blazers would make a little bit of a run, get within like three or five, and then the Raptors would just go on another scoring tear, and it kept going between that. The layman's and one, and then the free throw afterwards. I, I mean, it completely put them back in the game and gave the Blazers the kind of rest they needed with Dame on the bench. I think that's the most important thing with Jake Layman is that I know everybody's kind of gotten after Terry Stott saying, why aren't you starting Jake Layman? Why is yeah. Mo Harkless still in line? I think right there is your reason that Jake uh, Layman comes off the bench. He's yeah. just your scorer. Well, yeah, he's an energy guy. And, yeah. and Harkless has played a little better the last few games, too. He's looked a little better after the All-Star break. So maybe it was the knee that was still bothering, whatever it is. But Harkless, you you see flashes where you realize why Terry Stotts fell in love with him. Well, yeah. Was, wasn't it? At, it was the first, like, four points of the game uh, yesterday against the Raptors. Didn't he just come out and have two dunks in a row, right? Yeah. And you're right with Jake Layman is that he's just that energy guy. Like, yeah. It might not be he's going to come. If he starts, maybe you won't see that kind of production, but it's the fact that you put him out there, he's fresh, he's athletic, and he, he just wants the ball, and you can tell, and that's why he puts in the effort offensively and defensively because yeah. I don't think everyone does that in the league, obviously, but, you know, it's just when he comes out there and you just see it, you're like, man, like, he'll, he'll get an oop, he'll get a dunk, maybe he'll hit a big three, like Will said, a big and one, regardless what Dude, it is. Dude, a big block. He's had it, a couple more. Yeah, that's it that's just, what gets me going. Because yeah. when was the last time you go, oh, this Blazers team is a menace on defense? Yeah. Zach Collins will put some blocks out there. Nurk will get some nice defensive plays. Mm -hmm. But Lehman makes just such athletic plays when he does that. Yeah, he's just the hustle guy that will yeah. get – he won't get you big numbers. He'll get you 10, but it, those the 10 matters. Can we talk about the most important thing about the Blazers pulling well on an East Coast road trip? Every game starts early. They're mm -hmm. five o'clock games. You get home and the Blazers game's on. You listen to it on the car. I love this mm. game finishing at eight thirty, dude. I or like seven thirty. I like the seven uh. because I don't want to be in traffic listening to it on the radio. Oh, no, like, I think it's fantastic. No, yeah. I'm not a basketball radio guy. I think a yeah, lot but of the, the times, first half of an NBA basketball game, you don't need to watch every play, and then you get home and you get the start of the second half, and you get to watch it. I absolutely love this, especially when they're going out and playing well. Tomorrow we get a ten o'clock start. This is the second 10 o'clock start we get for the Blazers. All right, so 55305. Which kind of start do you like better? Do you like the early start, the late start? And then follow-up question, you got a nice butt? Text it in, 55305. Text us that picture. You could have the chance to win a ski do. You could. No, I don't think that's true. I don't think you can promise that's that That's why I said people. you could. I didn't promise it. I just said you could. I don't know, but you can't. But you could. There's no way. Do you have a ski do to give away? I could. No, I don't think you can. I'm already getting way too many texts on this text line. This thing's blowing up with butt pics. I swear. There's so many butt pics on here. I, I can't even scroll. The computer is frozen. Could it's you, frozen. Could you imagine how how quickly the text line would be shut down if it accepted pictures from listeners? Yeah. Yeah. They'd, they'd, a lot of ween pics, I would guess. Like way too why, many. But yeah. why? Why Why would you text that in? Why I not? Know. I don't what? understand. Why would you text that in? I don't know. We get links that look like pictures, and I'm just like, I don't know what that's supposed to be, but I'm not clicking on it. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a virus for the Dude, whole If we could send pictures, community. I would send pictures of my ween to Isaac and Duke and all the shows. I would do it constantly, and I would sign my name, too. <laughs> this is from Will hey. Darkins. What's hey, up, Will, guys? Will again. Just wanted to, like, the text over it would be whatever your thought is about what's going on. 101.3, the brew in North Dakota. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. These ween pics are just jumping off the screen.
I'm not sure what is happening here. Am yeah. I right, Luke? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> All right, let's take a look at traffic. <laughs> 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 well, uh, let's go to Marcus with the traffic. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with Will right now. Uh, he's got his birthday in two weeks, and he's taking a show off. It, it might be it might be just right in time. Coming up next, we're gonna go to Bobby, our guy on the street. <laughs> yeah, we'll check in with Bobby and see what he has to say about Bryce Harper's contract. 13 years, 30 million dollars to play with the Philadelphia Fillers. We'll talk to Bobby on the street next. You're listening to the Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Marcus Green is sitting in with us, and uh, we are talking jerseys. So you bought a uh, LeBron James jersey this year because you're a huge Lakers fan. Right, I've been a diehard Lakers fan for five months. Yeah, that sucks. Well, at least uh, he doesn't have arthritis in his knee since you're a big Rams fan for, what, uh, what 18 months? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been about a year and, and a half. Todd Gurley's got arthritis in his knee, according to reports. Uh, but we we're trying to find out a scenario where uh, where Marcus would buy a Blazers jersey. And I think I may have figured it out. Hmm. And you would want this jersey, too. All right. Oregon State has a player that gets undervalued but gets drafted late in the second round, turns into an unlikely superstar, and lights the world on fire as a Portland Trailblazer, would you buy a Trace Tinkle jersey? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I would do it. A tink- oh, I'd totally buy Did a Tinkle jersey. A Tinkle jersey in a second. If that guy turns into a stud, even if he turns into like a role player. Yeah, dude, I bought dude. a I bought a Damian Lillard jersey after his rookie of the year season. It would be yeah, rookie of the year season is different than just getting into the game. I'm but you just you, told me it would be a Tinkle one. Head, but a tinkle, tinkle would be a sweet or jersey to have. A Carmo, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Blazer jersey without a doubt <laughs> i would buy that so quick it would be uh, unreal the expression on will's face I, when you said I that is i would run to the store and i and i would throw them i would just give them a blank check so you can write whatever you want down i just need this jersey dude i wouldn't take you for one that likes garbage wow he's not dude, that guy's garbage we're not we're not going into that this guy's complete garbage. garbage he's gonna be a hall of famer he's not garbage uh, okay that hall of famer has been available to be signed with any NBA team for how long? Right, and, and they're just waiting for the him. perfect oh, moment that's to un- what's yeah. Happening? Come every on, play- roster, there's playoff every mellow. Every team with open <laughs> roster spots is just there's playoff mellow, man. Dude, Come every on, every empty roster spot is being filled without Carmelo Anthony. But here's the thing: Do you think oh. the Lakers get any worse if they sign Carmelo? Yes, yes. What? Yes. Stop. Yes, it. completely. Stop it. See Oklahoma City. See Houston Rockets. Hey, the Houston Rockets were legit. Yeah, it's and they, just, they, it's, they you realized very quickly they needed to get rid of him to become legit. Listen, man, I they understand he's, he's right on his way down. I just want a Carmelo Anthony Blazer jersey. Dude, just That's order it. one up. Yeah, you can. You can do a custom make, one. Yeah, make up a number for him. Yeah. And start wearing it to games and make sure people see it. Oh, I'm my gonna, God. Uh, dude, I'm going to go yes. to the front you, office and wear that. Wear it everywhere oh, all the time. Dude, please do that. Actually, you think people would not like me? No, it just would be hilarious. I think I'm going to do it. All right. There we go. All right, there we go. We're not going to finance it for you but do it yeah no i won't i won't contribute any money to it yeah actually t- tell me what it costs for the custom lettering and just have it say mellow <laughs> oh mellow. dude oh that would oh you buy the jersey let me know what the lettering costs me and we'll chip in for the to make it's sure it's a it says hardcore mellow. mellow to portland fan yeah, there you go. well if i got you that jersey would you wear it uh i would probably eat lunch use it as a napkin then mm. piss on it <laughs> <laughs> but tell us how you really feel yeah, I don't like that guy. Yeah, I think I... Dude, if he was on the Lakers, you know how many minutes he'd take from Brandon Ingram? 
None. Just because of the game. Oh, he would totally take minutes from him because LeBron, that is the worst combination you could possibly have him go into the Lakers because you know LeBron James now has like, what, 40% control of that team. He will go to Luke Walton and go, no, dude, Melo's playing. I get it. He'll be on the bench, but Melo's in after the first five minutes and he's staying in. We're not getting into this. Melo's okay. a Hall of Fame, but we're good. <laughs> he's going to be, he's gonna be a, a blazer. Anyway. Bryce Harper finally got his contract. Yeah. 13 years. Woo! $330 million. No trade clause. No trade clause with the Philadelphia Phillies. Any chance, any chance that he plays out 13 years in Philadelphia? No, definitely not. I give it five to six years before uh, they convince him for, into a trade. Uh, now, a lot of people are kind of pointing to a long-term goal here of getting Mike Trout. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Yes, that this is kind of like a scheme of let's get Mike Trout. And a lot of people are also bashing Bryce Harper for this move financially, saying like, well, you know, you're getting not that much money per year, but... No, you're not You're not not that much money per year. Well, he's, the total of the contract is $330 million. He's doing okay, but he did not set the record for the most per year. Apparently, according to reports, the Dodgers were willing to make him the highest paid player per year. Well, and I think a lot of people were saying, like, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you sign the Dodgers four-year, what was it, uh, $200 million something yeah, dollar contract? Why wouldn't you sign that, that then by the time you're 30 years old, you could become a free agent, and then you could start the whole cycle again and go ask for that much money? I'll tell you this. I don't know how good you'll be at 30. And I totally applaud Bryce Harper's move on this just because of the fact that he looked at 13 years, 13 years where conceivably after the fifth or sixth year, you're going to take a pretty steep downturn and the money's guaranteed and they can't trade you. Yeah. They could talk you into both agreeing to get trade, but at the end of the day, if you want to stay there and keep getting millions of dollars each year for the better half of a decade, Dude, you're set for life. Like, yeah. you're set. Oh, yeah, don't include all the sponsorships he has with Gatorade and Power Bar and all that other stuff and Nike. Dude, that guy's set for life. Well, yeah, and he was going to be set for life regardless. Sure. But it's now, just, it's, now it's everyone else is set for him, too. Yeah, but like, it's funny because Mike Trout, you talk about Mike Trout getting, you know, uh, an offer from Philly in the next, whenever his contract's up, what, year and a half, two years? Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, but... One player, Mike Trout, is proof that one player does not make you a contender. Now, Philadelphia is a good young team, but you just wonder having this guy who really didn't have a great year last year. Washington never won anything. It's amazing that you go out in these sweepstakes. The Manny Machado one is even a little more surprising to me because that guy's kind of a dirty player, and I know he's still one of the top five players in, in baseball when you look at the raw numbers, but these guys don't necessarily mean wins. It's not like a quarterback in the NFL where you could go out and pay a guy. And, and like I was saying before, you have your franchise with a shot to win it every year if you have an elite quarterback. But having a great right fielder doesn't guarantee you anything. No, you're completely right. And I think that what we saw from these two major signings, Machado and Harper, was that both of the goals, at least how you can see it, both of their goals really didn't align with winning. Yeah. I mean, Machado's goal kind of seemed like was, okay, I'm going to get a lot of money, and I'm also going to live in probably the best place, one of the best places you can live in in the United States, and that's pretty sweet. Yep. Bryce Harper, it was, 
eh, I'm not too concerned about winning. I'm I really like about... cheesesteaks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was more like, oh, really? You mean for 13 years I have guaranteed millions of dollars going into my bank account each one of those years? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You well, got it, man. But the other thing, too, that's interesting, and I wonder which contract will end up being the best at the end because there's a third one that we haven't mentioned, but that's Nolan Arenado. He re-signed with the Rockies, and now he's actually the highest-paid player in Major League Baseball by – uh, year, so he's going to make more money every year. I think it was 240 uh, million over eight years, or something like that. So he ends up being the highest paid player per season. If these guys are so valuable, why wouldn't their team just resign them? Now Colorado, Colorado will be the test case for that. But I wonder at the end of each of these three contracts, which one ends up being the best investment? Well, you know, the Nationals tried to do that. That was the thing. They had a three hundred fifty million dollar uh, deal on the pl- uh, on the table, and um, I-, I think Harper just kind of felt like Time what they were doing in D.C. wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't indicative of having a successful career. I think he was getting lost in the fold. Yeah. And I think now this move to Philly, you get a little bit more attention put on yourself. You're still in a really big market. In fact, you're in a bigger market than D.C., let's just be honest. It is, yeah. Um, And so you become the superstar, really, that you want to portray yourself as being. I think if you stick in D.C. for the rest of your career, it's kind of like Damian Lillard, right? I mean, you're in this small market, and you're getting hundreds of millions of dollars, and that's great and everything. But at the end of the day, uh, in popular media, you're going to have to work extremely hard to stay relevant. I mean, he is relevant because of the fact that he has all these sponsorships with Adidas. He's a rapper. He has albums out. He inserts himself in television commercials and everything. Oh, did you see the Hulu commercial? Yeah, he's in the Hulu Ugh. commercial, yeah. That was not a good look, Dame. No. <laughs> Sorry, bud. I, I just think it's it, it, it's a smart move by Harper, and I think that these small market teams, they tried to keep their guys. I think the Nationals tried to do it, but at the end of the day, Harper looked at his career, and he goes, you know what? I'm a superstar. I can still make a lot of money wherever I go. I want to keep this train rolling. I'm going to go to a bigger market. Isn't this more pressure, though? You're the guy that was brought in for $330 million. No, man, it's guaranteed. I know. I I understand. No, listen. Yeah. Financially, if somebody offers me $330 million guaranteed, yeah, okay, I'll I'll go there. Uh, But what? Go ahead. $330 million. Yeah. To kill a guy. (laughs) Did you do it? Who? Is he in this room? You yes. don't know him. Wait, what? You don't know him, and there's a 70% chance he'll get caught. Ooh, 70% chance I get caught. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to think on that one. No. Marcus? No. Really? No. $330 million? Yeah, man. I wouldn't do that. All right, let's change it up. Yeah. $400 million. <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> $400 million, you have a 70% chance of getting caught. You don't know the guy. You're doing it. Okay, so, so you get the $400 million in advance. Yes, you do. And now you have that moral conundrum. You're like, I already have the money. I don't have to go through it. No, but see, the thing is, if you don't do it by, like, a time, like, you're dead. No, no, I understand that. Yeah. That's Okay, so now you've got the $400 million. Sure. Do you think you now have enough resources that you can get away from the guys that paid you the money to kill you? Or is it the government that paid you? Mm-hmm. See that makes it that makes it tricky. That's tough. And then also you have to consider in this situation, couldn't you just hire the most incredible lawyer ever? Yeah, you got, you got a, you got a ton of money. Like escape a life sentence and serve ten. Listen, if uh, if Robert Kraft uh, can plead innocent to what he did, that's on film. You figure you could probably try to get away with murder. <laughs> yeah, did you read the police report? Uh, yeah, 
yes. of what it was, like yeah. of, of exactly what happened. Do you want to do the timeline and then do Combine next? Um. Uh, no, I just want to talk about Robert Kraft and his naked body. We'll talk about Robert Kraft, his naked body, and the NFL Combine and their naked bodies right after we go to the news desk. Zach in Portland says $4 million and the guy's dead. And then use $20 million to get away with it. Yep. That's pretty smart. It is smart. I mean, if you have $400 million, you could probably get away with murder. I, I kind of feel like you could. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think. So what's the threshold then for you for uh, to murder a guy? Like, how much ooh, do you say, uh... I don't know. You, you mean murder another guy? No, like, like, like what? how much money is it going to take for you to murder a guy? Another guy? No, just the first guy. Uh, I think he's missing the joke, but... Yeah. Uh, Anyways. A lot? Like yeah, what? I don't know. I, I, it, it's going to be an interesting conversation, because uh, it depends on who you're talking about. If you offer me $400 million to kill somebody, I do not trust that you have that kind of bankroll. So th- I show it to th- you. That, I got the briefcases. Non- I open them up. It's I- a non-starter if it's bet- a conversation between you and I. Sorry. I need I need somebody that's a little bit more legitimate. I'm going to need to do some background research. I think, I think the scenario comes that it's coming from a federal government. Maybe not your federal government, but I think it comes from a government. So you'd feel better than if, like, I don't know some that I'd feel FBI better. operative came up to you and was like, look, we just need to get this done. We need somebody who nobody will suspect. Yeah. Yeah. Like you I would feel way better. Here's the money. Or somebody from Visa shows up. <laughs> you know. The credit card company? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like, All right, we need to take somebody out. Because they've got a lot of money, and I owe them money. And so they're like, hey, <laughs> we're looking at your financials. Yeah, go how kill we, this person. How would you, you like all this debt. debt to go away? <laughs> just saying. It needs to be a big organization. So you'd kill somebody to, like, erase all your debt? No, no. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't say that. I was going to say, because I think you could be propositioned with that pretty easily. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, I, I'm wondering where the offer comes from. But if it's just some guy on the street that comes up to me, goes, hey, step into this alley, I want to talk to you about something. It's not happening. First, can I offer you some heroin? <laughs> second. No. Okay, second. <laughs> second. Have you met my gal? Yeah. Uh, all right, so <clears throat> you want to do a little uh, uh, sharing uh, before we get into combine talk, I did. Yeah, you want to do the police report for Robert Kraft? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if, if anybody missed it this week, uh, obviously last week was uh, taken up with a lot of Robert Kraft talk because he was reportedly linked to a sex trafficking sting at a place in Jupiter, Florida called Orchids of Asia Day Spa. And uh, he was one of the guys going in there uh, paying for it. And yeah, now we was. have a timeline this week. So if you missed it at all this week, here's Will with your recap of the Robert Kraft timeline. Uh, uh, do you mind stalling for a bit? This uh, this all took place on the day of the AFC title game. Mm. So here's the thing that you need to know is the Patriots were playing at Kansas City that day. He woke up in Jupiter, Florida, and went by a, a, uh, Orchids of Asia because he needed to get a little quick... Uh, How's your father from uh, one of his best gals? Yeah. Uh, Will, with the timeline. At approximately 10... Will, fi- with a dramatic reading of the timeline. At approximately 10.59 hours, male 13, who is supposed to be, by our standards, Mr. Robert Kraft, entered the business where he paid cash at the front desk to an Asian female, previously identified as Lei Wang. 
I'm sorry, what now? Lei Wang. That's not a real name. Lei Wang I'm, escorted You're me telling up. me that the woman's name was Lei Wang. Please. Uh, no, this is... Please what are you reading finish. this from? Please let me finish. This is a spoof. <laughs> this is not a spoof. This is the actual Lei police Wang. report. Yes. Her name is Lei Wang. I swear to you, it's Lei Wang. Go ahead. All right, I got Lei Wang over here. Let's go to Lei with the traffic. <laughs> yes, go to Lei Wang with the traffic. Go ahead. Wang escorted male 13 to Wang. a room identified as JPPD Cam 2. There, the two hugged each other, and male 13 disrobed, laid face up on the table. Wang hugged him again. At approximately 11.02, Wang began touching the male uh, in his private parts and then appeared <laughs> to perform oral sex on him. This went on for several minutes. After a few minutes, Wang cleaned up, Jeez. helped him get dressed, I, This is not hugged okay. him again. All right. Male 13 gave Wang $100 <laughs> and then another ident unidentified bill. All right. And then he left at 11.13. So he was there for, <laughs> he was there for about 15 minutes. That's a fast transaction. Routine, buddy. We talked about this last week. You were shocked that something like this could happen. It's part of his routine. Dude. 15 minutes? Hey, quick. It, and it would have been quick. It would have been quicker without the pleasantries. Like, what do you do? What, what do you do in the morning that takes you 15 minutes? Think about it for a second. Like, so shower, get dressed. Does yeah. that take you about 15? Yeah. yeah. Nah, probably a little longer than that. Get okay. Dre get dressed and leave the house. After the shower, it takes me about 15 minutes to be out of the house. Okay. So, the time at which it took you to get up, take a shower, yeah, I, cl I clocked that get, at about 30 minutes. Yeah, and get into your car. It was half of that for Robert Kraft yeah. to get out of his chauffeured car, walk into Orchards of Asia. Orchards? <laughs> you got an apple? Orchard. Orchids. That's what I said. The exotic flower versus an Adam and Eve reference. <laughs> um, so he, like, gotta walks get a bite in of that there. apple. Dude, he walks in there, yeah. and they know him. They of gotta course know they him, do. Yes. But they know him to the point that it's like Norman Cheers. It's I, like, Rob. And then he just goes in. They call him Rob. Rob. They call him Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Hey. <laughs> oh, there's Robbie. <laughs> I, I just don't know. You're so surprised by all of this. Yeah. Did you really think that it wouldn't be routine with Okay, this? you know what? I was actually thinking about this yesterday because I remember I when this you story were. broke. I bet you were. <laughs> I, I, when this story broke, we were both sitting at our cubes, and then I said it out loud, and I go, uh, is this real? Code Red! Robert Kraft gets stung with prostitution, right? Yep. And I said it out loud, and I go, wow, is this real? And then you go, yeah, of course it's real. <laughs> like, uh, why wouldn't you expect this to happen? Okay, there are so many people that have this opinion about it, though, right? That have my opinion or yeah. your opinion? No, yes. no, I, the, I encountered so many people around this office who go, oh, yeah, well, what do you expect? Like, screw you. What What do you want to predict next, then? What do you no, mean? No, seriously, pre predict something any next. Any other owner gets caught doing the exact same thing. What's Michael Jordan going to do next? Get get. Uh, is he going to go bankrupt uh, from gambling? Nobody's going to Could you tell me when that's going to happen? I didn't see he just went strolling down Chicago Street with a bottle of tequila half empty, <laughs> just walking down the street. Jordan's going to do whatever Jordan wants to do. All right, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, I the people who are not surprised by this, like, okay, then why didn't you call it? But you know how I mean? are you supposed to call the thing? The surprising. So don't be surprised by it. The surprising thing is that he got caught, and the surprising thing to him is that he got caught, not that he did it. 
I, I just, I was surprised by it, I guess, because of the fact that Robert Kraft had, um, had, had created this persona in the public yeah. that was, he's nice guy. <laughs> sure. He's nice guy owner. Um, and, and no, nothing better portrayed this, I thought, than when it was kind of discovered that Aaron Hernandez killed a guy or that he was accused of killing a guy. They fire him immediately, which, of course, you would do that. But then after that, he goes, hey, if you got an Aaron Hernandez jersey, come to the stadium. Yeah. We'll take it from you and give you another one for free. Yeah, that's called public relations. And, it's public and, relations, yeah. but at the same time, it's yep. a guy who really didn't yeah, have to do Robert, that. Robert, yes, but Robert Kraft is not the PR guy at for New England. That guy just quit his job. They had a guy, his uh, job. No, that's the character coach, my the friend. The character coach, yes. The character coach for the New England Patriots just quit because he said this is enough. But they have PR managers. They have it's we've we talked about this before too. It's you know, it's everybody you talk about stars like uh, Hollywood stars and how they're, they're you know, they never seem to have a bad photo and these starlets are beautiful and their makeup's always perfect and all of that. These women are attractive but they always look perfect because they pay people to make sure they always look perfect. Instagram models, you see when they quit, they'll do their kind of like, oh, the reason I stepped away from it was too much pressure to do this. They'll take hundreds of photos and go through them meticulously and Photoshop them until they're absolutely perfect. Then they put them up. People take go to painstaking length to make sure they look good. That's not real, Will. <laughs> Not real. That's going to be the reason why I quit texting and pics of uh, my ween to the fans. <laughs> why did the... you quit doing it? Too much pressure, man. Yeah. It's hard to make all the pubes look perfect. I couldn't think of enough angles. Oh, jeez. We've gone off. The best thing that happened, apparently it didn't work for you, but the best thing that happened this week for Robert Kraft is that uh, Kyler Murray was measured at five foot ten and not five foot eight. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, though. <laughs> Took over the stuff. Real quick, though. <laughs> this is our combine talk. Thanks for There's coming two in, videos, Marcus. Two vids, right? Two vids. You think they get leaked? Yes, eventually. They have to, and I'm yeah. watching it. Aren't for you? Sure. No. What? No. Dude, Absolutely you're not, gonna... not, bro. Yeah. What? I'm good. Oh, please. You're, you're not going to watch that? Just, no. Here, here, you want to watch it? You want to watch it? Just type into your Google machine. Type in naked old man. It's already on the internet. It doesn't matter. It's not Robert Kraft. <laughs> I'm already on there. I want to see the tapes. Why? Because why wouldn't you want to? Shit, you can see right if you if that's something you want to watch. You need it to be Robert Kraft. Dude, this is the same thing as when we found out Greg Oden had a peen pick out there. <laughs> and I was like, I need to see that thing now. And all my buddies were like, dude, I don't want to look at that. And I go, okay, you're not a real fan. Get out. <laughs> dude, a... no, you're not a real fan if you don't want to see that. I just want to take a look. Come on. If Damian Lillard, we found out, had a naked picture of himself online, you wouldn't want to just look at I think, it. I think we lost, Will. I do remember I do remember when Ichiro started playing for the Mariners, uh, the Japanese tabloids were paying millions of dollars to get a shot of Ichiro, and they had to add extra security to the locker room in Seattle, and they said they were not prepared for the amount of uh, security needed because oh he was a goodness. superstar in Japan before he came over. But I do remember that, so I guess you're not alone. You in Japan. <laughs> Will Darkens in Japan. That's all that uh, Eastern influence that you've had in your life growing up, maybe. There's a bunch of great Lei Wang texts on here. I'll bet there are a, a lot UK of great Lei Wang texts. Tom Brady uh, must be jealous of Lei Wang. We use this as a segue to, uh, to move on to our next segment, which is what to watch. We will tell you what to watch. You already have Will's. Which is Robert Kraft videos. Hundred dollars cash. Are you watching the video? No. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. For hundred oh. bucks. I'll watch it for hundred. But you're giving me a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred dollars. I think you're 20s. betting me a hundred dollars that no, I no, wouldn't no. watch oh, it. Oh. No, that's yes. If you give me a hundred dollars, I'll watch a video. Okay. Yeah. Fifty dollars. 
Yes. <laughs> so is it really any amount of money? Uh, like where? No, does that, it could be a gift card. Where does that stop? Okay, so listen, hey. you you buy you buy me one meal and yeah. I'll watch it. Okay, what about yeah. twenty dollar gift card to Best Buy? Yes, you're Ooh, gonna Best watch Buy. That? What are you buying at Best Buy for twenty bucks? You buy a pair of headphones. Eh, you cheap rather, headphones. No, you don't want cheap headphones. Well, really, the Best Buy no, gift cards about. I'd uh, rather have a restaurant gift card. I would take. I would go as low as Applebee's gift card. How much? Twenty. It's got to be twenty. I need a meal and a drink. Well, really, gift cards to me—you're not buying something; you're contributing towards a larger buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would have to be like now, a fifty-dollar Best Buy gift card. Yeah, I'd rather have be the like, meal. "Oh, cool! Now I can buy that new camera." What to watch is next <laughs> on the Sinner and the Saint. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. Which is the most exciting matchup in the field of competition? Which game will leave you kicking yourself if you miss it? Which channel should you switch to when the sporting day is gone? Welcome to America's most exciting sports talk radio show segment. It's time for What to Watch. Presented by Encore Audio Video. Now hear this. Whether you're looking for a new TV or a custom home theater, start at Encore Showroom at 14th and Everett in the Pearl. Now our expert panel. Avid television viewer Will Darkins. And increasingly out-of-touch father of twin girls, Luke Anderson. Are here to tell you what to watch. Literally, it's what to watch on the Sinner and the Saint. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome to a very special edition of What to Watch with uh Contributor Marcus Greaves. Still laughing from that stupid open. Why is, why is this very special? Because uh, Marcus is here. Oh. Yeah. Usually whenever I hear very special, I think it's an episode about, like, Ugh. one of the characters getting caught doing smack or something. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Spanos on speed. That was, those were caffeine pills. How stupid was that? Saved by the bell. That's pretty accurate. Like, really, like, when you look back at that episode, how stupid is it that Jesse got addicted to... to, to Caffeine pills. It's a real problem, Will. Like, why didn't they just put hey, coffee in there? Don't make light of this. It's a real problem people have. How dare you? Yeah, it sucks. You take caffeine pills, and then you then you get really hot as you get older. It's like <laughs> Jesse Spanus. Dude, you still look, love her. You love her mom bod, don't you? Oh, God, dude. Look her up now. She is way hotter as mom. <laughs> she is, dude. Look it up. Marcus. I'm good. Ra- Marcus went raised eyebrows, hands straight to the keyboard. Okay. He's, pull- he's pulling it up immediately. <laughs> look it up, he's, he's all about it. All right, Will, ready to kick things off. A big sports weekend, <gasps> except for the only thing really going on is hockey and NBA and oh, college right. basketball. It's trying to get close to the end, but we're a couple weeks from the tournament. Mm. By the way, I should mention uh, Fan Madness uh, will be on the Thursday and Friday of that uh, first week of the tournament. We're down to the Independent. I believe that is the 21st and 22nd of March. Chance to win a TV from the sponsor of this fine segment, Encore Audio Video. They'll be there with a chance to win. It's going to be a fun event. Play hooky with the fan. Uh, what are you watching this weekend, Will Darkins? Uh, sports-wise? Sports-wise. I want to see Will Greer in the Combine. Okay. And I want to see Dwayne Haskins in the Combine as well. Now, people are re- – and I don't know if this is just kind of like – uh, people's inability to separate talent from expectation, but I think people are way overhyping Will Greer and Dwayne Haskins because they're like, oh, no, you know what, really? The safe bet if your team is to draft those two guys over Kyler Murray, 
Yeah, I've watched both those dudes play, and they're not NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. They're just really not. Dwayne Haskins' release is really slow. He was in an offense where really you had a bunch of checkdowns to throw to, and he still read stuff really slowly. Not to mention he played on a team that is as talented as anybody in college football ever. Yes, that and the last couple of games of your season were just jokes. Yep. So I, I, to me, I, I'm gonna, I, I want to see what they're all about. I want to see the drills. I, I kind of want to see if they've developed a little bit from then on. I know that Kyler Murray's not throwing at the combine. He might throw at his pro day. We'll see about that. Well, there you go. Uh, Marcus, what are you watching in sports this weekend? Well, absolutely forget the NFL combine because this might be my, one of my last chances to watch my Lakers get a win. So they, they play tonight against the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> so I'm going to hold on to that, and I'm going to hope that I can watch them get a win. Oh, that's a get-right game. Anytime you get to play Phoenix, it's always well, a it's nice u- It's usually feeling. a get-right kind of like, okay, we're going to get a nice win. Yeah. But to be honest, I'm a little nervous. My armpits <laughs> are sweating a little bit. I'm like, if, if they lose, or if, I should say if we lose yeah. to the Phoenix Suns, uh, I'm not going to throw away my LeBron jersey, but I'm certainly going to go custom, uh, go make a custom Carmelo Anthony one and head down to the Staples Center. And hopefully they uh, yeah. get my man. It's not nearly as exciting as an NFL Sunday, but the Blazers have the first tip tomorrow. 10 o'clock a.m. start for the Blazers. I, I love this. The early start to me is fantastic. What a way to start the day. And then right after that, you have the, the Rockets playing against Boston. Um, So that'll be on ABC, so you can switch back and forth in the second half of the Blazers game if they're dominating or if the game's tight, you can finish that and go right into the next game. But, yeah, I love, love, love the early start on a weekend. We had a 10 o'clock start last Saturday. We have a 10 o'clock start tomorrow, so that's where I'm going. Blazers, Hornets. First thing, wake up, make breakfast, sleep in a little bit. It's going to be great. What are you watching outside of sports? After this fine program... You need to direct yourself to TBS because at 11 o'clock, they are showing The Family Man, starring Nicolas Cage, a (laughs) 2000 film in which a Wall Street playboy, Nicolas Cage, wakes to find himself married to the college sweetheart, Tay Leone. He left in order to pursue a 13... Tay Leone? A career... Super hot. 13 years earlier. Yeah, Tay Leone is just... Super hot. Just just ridiculously yeah. hot. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's one of those kind of uh, people that are really good looking. That, yeah. Like, you can't really do a lot else yeah. when you're watching him on nope. film. No, nope, she's You great. just kind of sit there and you go, oh, man, that's Tay Leone. I just kind of go, respect, you're hot. Nice. Yeah, you're really nice. hot. You know that, but I'm telling you anyways. Honey, we got to get to the party. Yeah. Hold on. Tay Leone's on the TV. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to watch The Family Man. There you go. Marcus, what are you watching outside of sports? You know, I'm going to watch Norbit. (laughs) All right. I recorded it, (laughs) and uh, I'm watching Norbit. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen that? I can tell by Will's reaction. Bro, Norbit is, that's a top five movie ever created. (laughs) It it seriously might be. We want Will Norbit for the rest of the show. Come on. I can't touch that, Norbit is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I literally... I, that was the last thing <laughs> I expected you to say. You could have said, uh, I can't wait to watch the uh, chicken fight that I'm going to at 2 a.m. 55305 uh, Norbit, top five movie of all time. I think you're going to get roasted on the text line. You seriously could have said, like, I'm going to a chicken fight at 2 a.m. And I'm really excited to see that. And I would have expected that more than, you know what? I think I'm going to well, watch Norbit. Okay, I found it. I found I know that I bought that movie a long time ago and I just found it. I unpacked one of my boxes 
in it, my closet, okay. and I found it, so this is what I'm going to watch. Is Norbit a top five Eddie Murphy movie of no, all time? No, okay, thank no. Thank you. Okay. No, uh, no. Listen. In fact, it rivals Pluto Nash as one of the worst Eddie Murphy Ooh, movies. What? Dude, Pluto, yes. You love what? Pluto Nash, too, don't you? What is who? Wait, you love Pluto Nash, too. Yes, that's yeah, it. there you go. Listen. Oh, he was born gosh. in 1995. Will. He's just a kid. Is that when Pluto off Nash air, Off air, Will, I'm about to roast you, man. <laughs> <laughs> um... This I will not be able to watch this weekend, but... You know what? I'm going to watch Norbit. Are you? <laughs> Actually, I might join Marcus and watch Norbit. You're just going to watch Norbit with him? No, but I saw this. Uh, USA Today had this story. The Sandlot... That's another weird thing. Watch, imagine you two sitting together on a couch watching Norbit together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll split, split a pizza. We'll All make right, some nachos. Thing. We'll make some nachos. We'll get some uh, root beers. It'd be great. Um... 26 years after the film's release, director David Mickey Evans has revealed on a podcast that he's going to bring back a series with the original actors from The Sandlot. Ooh. This will take place in 1984, 22 years after the original film's 1962 setting. So it's the original director and the original cast coming back as parents, I assume. Uh, to remake the Sandlot as a TV series. I'm not sure where it's going to be, but uh, they're going to start making this, and that had me intrigued. I, it, Sounds like a Netflix thing. It does to me, too, but I like the idea of it still being kind of nostalgic and being in the early 80s. That's kind of my uh, my start That's of my childhood. Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense to me. But that actually, I, when I saw the headline, I went, oh, no. And then I read about it, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, that is What to Watch. It's brought to you by our friends at Encore Audio Video. Uh, if you're building a custom home theater, they're your guys. If you're just buying a TV, check out their showroom, uh, 14th and Everett, in the Pearl. Everybody have a wonderful day. Whatever you watch, enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks, Will. We're done. Bye-bye. You'll see it's all a show, keep them laughing as you go. Just remember that the last laugh is on you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.